know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk, episode 18! We're adults now! <laughs> That's true, or... How exciting is that? Like, last time we had 17 songs. What are yes. the 18 songs? Obviously, Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper 18. and 18 in Life or, by Skid Row. Or, yeah, there's the Creed cover of 18 as featured in the movie The Faculty. I do remember that, and it's very sad that... That uh, exists. Great soundtrack. Just great soundtrack. But now, you know, we're we're 18. We're at our sexual peak. Absolutely. And uh, we're ready to go balls deep. I've been balls deep all day. <laughs> I'm the gas man. This is Frankie Knuckles. And uh, we're super pumped to bring you our, our NBA preview show. It's been a while. It's been a while. September it's- was a fury of activity. It was crazy. For both of us. And then, you know, October rolls around and we got Thanksgiving and we've got the federal election and so much stuff is going on. Now we finally are together. NBA preview show, Ball Junk, episode 18. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm glad to hear that. I'm excited for a lot of things, really. It really is like the best time of the year, right? We say it every time, but it's true. It's true, right? Because the NHL season has started. The NBA season is a week away, less than a week away. It's three days away. And football's in, like, we're almost two months into the football season. And uh, we're just around the corner from the World Series. Yes, and you obviously are loving it because the Toronto Blue Jays might be in the World Series. I'm, I'm not really loving that. Well, what you might be loving then is that the Canadians are seven and zero. Oh. I am enjoying that. That's pretty good. I'm back into hockey this year. You picked a good time. Yes. Maybe that's why they're seven and zero. Oh. It could very well be, but, uh, yeah, man. Like, so baseball, um, Orioles didn't uh, do as well as we hoped. You know, at least they finished 500. They did. They I swept the Yankees at the end, which was a nice touch. And, um, you know what? We've had, uh, the last, the previous three seasons were all in the playoffs, so that's uh, that's something, you know. We won the pennant last year, and uh, had a bit. Our pitching was a little off this year, so. Now, what about this uh, Ripken to coach Nationals talk? Like, yeah. I'm worried that they might show Buck the door for Cal. They would not do that. Every team has done it to Buck. It's just like it's his. Yeah, I don't want it to happen. I'm worried that they're going to do that. I don't. I don't. I don't think they have a reason to get rid of Buck. I mean, um, you know, he wasn't the reason that the the pitchers underperformed, and like there was some some of the guys that should have pitched better did not. I mean, it was great to see um, what's his name um, come back strong. Chris Davis. No, Machado, the pitcher. Ubaldo Jimenez, you know, because like, like two years ago he had the surgery, uh, and then last season he was terrible. Yes, but it's always like that when uh, when you have that uh, type of surgery on your arm, even, whether you're an outfielder or or whatever you're playing 
you know, if you're a batter or a pitcher, it usually takes that extra year to come back. And he was awesome this year. He was like their ace. And, um, you know, the other guys, they uh, just weren't uh, as good as they should have been. You can't win every year. Only four teams year. make the or five teams make the playoffs. So, but uh, you know, I was I was glad that they finished uh, at least five hundred. And uh, Chris Davis was back swinging the ball. He was back on his legal drug, whatever it is. Keep doing it. Yeah. Hey, if they're gonna let him take it, let him take it. So we're not worried about Cal uh, bumping out. I don't even know if this is a storyline. This storyline's in my head. No, I'm I'm not worried about them bumping out Buck. I don't I don't think that's something the Orioles want to do. Even though Cal Ripken is my favorite color commentator on all of the playoff broadcasts by far. Right. He's very good. He is very very good. insightful too. Love what I'm hearing out of his mouth. I th- I think the Nationals are just desperate now. Not so much out of the other color commentator who's getting a lot of attention north of the border is Harold Reynolds. Yes. Everyone hates him. I don't. I do. Why? He <laughs> He's not good at commenting well, no, no, on baseball. No, okay, so you don't hate him because of that comment. You hate him because you just don't think he's good. Okay, that the the comment about Canadians not growing up playing baseball and not being able to catch is ludicrous on its own. It was hilarious. I don't think he intended it to be funny. I, but it uh, it came off hilarious. No, let's I, I, did, I didn't take a single bit of offense to that. You loved it because you hate the Blue Jays. No, no, I had nothing to do with that. I just thought it was funny, and like I, I, you know, I'm happy and proud to be Canadian. But you know, I don't get upset when uh, when people make fun of Canadians. Okay. Now I wasn't that upset with that. It's just the rest of the like he he flip flops on his insight. He like changes his mind as soon as an event occurs in the game that contradicts what he suggests. Oh, yeah, he said, no, oh yeah. but oh, but I meant to, uh, obviously he's, this, he's not good at his job. So no. I, I just. I'm not I'm not crazy about the guy and the way he calls baseball games. But how do you feel about uh, Joe Buck? I never really had a problem with Joe yeah, Buck. I like Joe Buck. He's okay. I don't love the guy, but he's good. No problems. Um, but it is, I mean, I'll be honest. I, it's tough to watch a whole playoff baseball game if your team's not playing. Oh, well, I don't have that issue, no, just because um, I just enjoy watching it. And I find that when my team isn't playing, um, I don't get amped up and angry and and throw things so i i'm actually able to enjoy the sport i I think that's why i've been loving football so much just because the dolphins have been so bad i have zero expectation about them i'm just able to enjoy other games let me qualify that statement it's more i still think baseball is best as a background i can have it on and be doing something and follow always too much even the overmanaging in playoff baseball makes it even harder to watch right, with the delays and pitching changes. Right. And it's too much. But either way, I don't have a lot of vested interest in the playoffs. Now, I I actually am rooting for the Blue Jays, even okay. though I'm probably repulsed by a little less than you are by the bandwagon fanning going on. I'm very repulsed by which it. Which you actively troll on Facebook. You think? Well, I not say like troll. You put out comments when what was the one you put recently about the Jays? Well, the one with all the fans leaving the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're you're giving it to them. Well, no, I mean, but I mean, I have friends that are real baseball fans, and they would have stayed. Who are actual Jays fans, and they would have stayed, even though I mean, it's it's the players that could have been the last playoff game for a long time, unless they were going to the next game the following night. Yeah. You know, so like you don't leave. I agree. 
I see the same thing at Bills games every week. You know, and I just the, I that stay sort of until stuff. the end of those Bills games. Yeah, but the Bills, and I that's mean, not even playoffs. But even when the Bills are bad, the how like how full is that stadium? Very full. Very full. So when the Jays are bad, that's when you get the seven thousand, ten thousand people at a game. And, you know, it's great that they're packing that that stadium, and uh, you know there are people that are enjoying it. But it just it's like when they win. Social media is just all about the Blue Jays and from just like baseball fans. Mm. Uh, but when they lose, nothing. Nothing. And, um, you know, that I, kind of stuff bugs me. One thing I do want to say, I always get, uh, you know, catch a little heat or people like to jab at me because I complain about officiating a lot right. in the NBA and other things. And then the Blue Jays lose. Oh, it's tough to win when you're going against the umpires and MLB and conspiracies about Canada. Not They don't want the World Series in Canada, and I see all this stuff. Look, I'm not going to say, no, you're wrong, because I've lived it. Right. I've seen it happen. Right. But like, it just it's just proof. It happens. And So you my, actually believe that no, no, they've I, been biased against the Blue Jays? I do not think it's as bad as people would make it out to be. And I probably, it's, I think it's worse when it's happening to my team in similar situations. Right. Those fears, emotions get amplified because of how much you care. But I'm just saying, there's hints of that in all these sports. And now I get to see other people react like that. And I'm okay with it. I, it sure. But, I have I have never once but when I do accused get, uh, refereeing to be biased. Never once. I do a lot, and I know you do. Mostly in the NBA. Mostly in the NBA, because I mean, literally, they've changed the rules, and commentators like are on board for this. No one complains. But the thing that's a little different about baseball is it's so weird to me how some broadcasts have the strike zone, some don't. Yeah. Uh, again, how the strike zone, I may be just showing how dumb I am right now, but the strike zone is technically different for every player, right? Yes. It's based on their size. Yes. Now, do the on-screen strike zones change and how they determine strikes based on the batter? Do they, do they adjust that? Yes. On, in the game presentation for TV, not the umps. When, um... When ESPN has the games, they don't have any. I don't think ESPN has any playoff games, but they had the regular season. And on Sunday Night Baseball, like it would, because the, it would always be, it's like the ghost square is right in front of the catcher, not okay. off to the side like most other baseball broadcasts do. Okay. And so it would adjust to that player. All right. Yes. I, I can't say for sure about when I, it's off to the I, side. I, I, I don't, guess it does, probably. but I, I don't know for sure. But even then, that bounding box, it's like, it's t obviously the ump doesn't know that exactly. Like, right. how, it's just a weird thing. And whether the umps are biased or not, either way, whatever. But there's got to be a better way to call balls and strikes in baseball. But like, <laughs> it's been, it hasn't been like more close calls have gone against the Blue Jays than for them. Like, it's, it's so marginal, like and like I've seen some crazy 
things about how Major League Baseball doesn't want uh, the World Series in Canada because it'll be bad for ratings. First of all, Fox probably doesn't want the 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 World Series to be in Canada because they're worried about the ratings. Major League Baseball doesn't care. Fox has paid Major League Baseball already for the rights to their game. So the MLB has all their money. They're not going to get any more or any less depending uh, on the ratings. Well, not less money, but more exposure or interest from the public at large in the United States if probably if it's in the United States. If it's if 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 the World Series is is the Mets versus Kansas City or the Mets versus the Blue Jays, it's not going to make a goddamn bit of difference in the ratings outside of the central Kansas City area. Okay. It's not. It's not because Those nobody nobody small, nobody small outside of Kansas City, Missouri gives a shit about Kansas City. That's true too. So I mean like if if uh if it was the Yankees and uh, the Blue Jays playing in the league championship series, then I could see MLB really concerned about it. Absolutely, because you know a Mets Yankees World Series would be massive uh, for, and it wouldn't just be in the New York area. Like everybody would watch that, you know. So I get that, but between Kansas City and Toronto, I don't think they give a fuck. All right, and uh, and the other thing is, I really fucking dislike. As a person, Jose Bautista. <laughs> I just like I've never seen a guy complain and bitch and act like a spoiled athlete more than he does. And I, I guess I see it more because he's in Toronto and that's what I see on sports highlight shows is him all the time. But he complains about everything. And well, you know, and, and baseball players around the league feel the same way. Yeah, I mean the spoiled thing and the complaining part, I've never I understand doing both combined. Uh, complaining, definitely Kobe. Uh, spoiled Steph Curry. So I have seen players embody both of those traits <laughs> separately to the same level. But Everybody complains. Come on, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get a Kobe dig in. Sure. So anyway, are the Jays coming back? Are they winning this series? Probably not. No? No, I don't think so. I feel like they are. Well, that's the thing is like their offensive out. Her, their offensive spurts don't come every game, you know, yeah. and uh, they've uh, had, you know, they've had two. And in the, the, the first one in, in this league championship series, they gave up four runs in the ninth inning. So, like, unless I think they have to score 12 or 13 runs a game in order to win. And I just want to be on record. I am rooting for the Jays. Okay. Even though I'm an Orioles fan, I still like the Jays. Go Jays. I mean, like there, there are probably I can count on both hands the amount of people that that are my friends that at any time would be able to sit down and watch a baseball game. And um, of those, let's say eight people, I'd say seven of them are Blue Jays fans. Would I like to see them happy? I, I guess. Well, the, first of all, look maybe what maybe not my brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, look what you're up against. Like the, the say what you want about the Jays. But the Royals are even worse. Like they are punks. Like, oh, even, absolutely! Even from last year, absolutely. They're they're. If there's one team I'm definitely dinks. not cheering for, it's no. the Royals. They're dinks too. So, absolutely. Uh, it's hard because uh, they were dinks against the Orioles last yes. year. And uh, the Mets, the Mets are just so boring. Like not this team, but they throw a lot of heat. Their logo, like the Mets is lame. The Mets, who gives a fuck about the Mets? What about Mister Met? 
Stupid. The Mets nope. are stupid. They're Jerry stupid Seinfeld team. loves the Mets. So, no. I don't care. The, I look at the Mets and I just get nothing. Like, no. What? The Mets? Gross. Give me some birds or pelican or something. <laughs> <laughs> what is so royal about Kansas City anyway? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right. So, do you think the Mets are winning it all then? Yes. Okay. I think so. I just, their, their pitching is just, I mean, I like, Chicago was the best team after the All-Star break, and they just completely shut the Cubs down. You know, I've been I've been watching the Cubs for like the since I started getting extra innings um like four years ago. So there was three years they've been awful. And I still watch their games. And so this was actually nice to see them be a little bit successful. You know, the the whole back to the future thing, which you probably hate. Oh, I loathe. Yeah. So, I kinda think so- that so that should be the most obvious thing in the world yeah. that I is it because you don't like the Back to the Future movies? Oh no, I love them. So I you you didn't think it would have been kind of cool that in you know eighty seven when they made Back to the Future two? In principle, that is cool. Right. Hearing about it over every and over day again, right? You hate it for the last two years, right? Essentially, is this Back to the Future hype has been and insane. it's made now, it worse since it actually coincides with October twenty first. 2015. Yes. Now, did you watch the Jimmy Kimmel thing? Yes. It was truly awful. Well, okay. So the (laughs) I've only watched up until uh, Kimmel interjects and says we don't have flying cars. All I saw was them pull out, get out of the car, and get that insane ovation, which I thought was really cool. Well, I'm fine with the people applauding. Yeah, I just thought it was it was it was a rather robust ovation for them when they got out of the car yeah and then once they started i I didn't watch anymore after that i don't know how much they're getting paid to do this stuff but i hope it's astronomical uh michael j fox put it on the shoes video was kind of cool you didn't think so you're not gonna get me to say anything about this is cool other than anthony davis's custom made back to the future shoes (laughs) right but i'm biased in that respect too all right so the, the idea of the Cubs winning uh, being predicted by the movie was kind of cool. But once everybody started talking about it, you started to hate uh, it. No, if they actually did it, I maybe talking about it the whole way was a little cuckoo bananas. Right. Had it actually happened, oh, that's in, that is kind of cool that right. they did that. But okay, if, beyond uh, that. And finally, finally for baseball, one thing we can all agree on, whether you're a Blue Jays Lover, hater, back to the future, uh, apologist, or you know, just a curmudgeon like me. Right. Whatever the that may, whatever you may be, we can agree about one thing from this year's playoffs uh, championship series. Entirely too much royal blue in baseball. Can we mix it up? It's just royal blue everywhere on all four teams. And even before that, the like the Dodgers, get some new colors into this league. Too much royal blue. New colors. You don't agree? I never even noticed. All I see is royal blue everywhere. I never even noticed. You're wearing a royal blue hat. Pit, pit. I am? Yes. The Bills? The Bills hat is royal blue. <laughs> Pick up your color game, baseball. Some teams can have royal blue. You can't all have it. You but can't. it's a primary color. It's pretty important. It's just... Oh. It's gross. Anyway. It's in the rainbow. Blue. Yeah, there's a lot of other colors in the rainbow. There's only seven total. 
Mm, there's gradients. We got stuff in between. We can debate that. You got Roy G. Biv, right? Well, yeah, but there's uh, shades. Let's mix it up. That's all I'm saying. All right. Just entirely too much blue. It's Fair Junior enough. from Problem Child's favorite color. That's the only thing it's got going for it. Or, okay. sorry, little Ben Healy. Jeff Healy? Ben Healy. Little oh. Ben. Got it. You gotta watch Problem Child. Good baseball scene in Problem Child. Oh, the last thing about baseball. Were you excited to see the Cubs bring out the star of Rookie of the Year? I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. He's all grown up now. What do you think I would think of that? You, I think you would love that. I hate him. What? <laughs> you would love that. No. You don't love Rookie of the Year? Well, he was in American Pie. I'm yes, he was. Sure, so. He's been uh, beloved by a nation for years, ever since Rookie of the Year. There's a lot of reasons why I enjoy the Cubs, and I was really hoping. But it doesn't have anything to do with Rookie of the Year. You know, um, Perfect Strangers opening. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Love the fact that they're they're going to Wrigley Field. Um, You know, I, I like the whole seventh inning stretch part of Wrigley Field. I like the Cubs. No problem with the Cubs. You know, seeing Eddie Vedder sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. It's pretty cool. You'll get them next year, Cubs. Don't worry, Cubs fans. You still have a pretty awesome team, and you're probably going to sign David Price in the offseason. You won't get them next year, and you should worry, Cubs fans. This is your chance, and you blew it. No, I don't think they have anything to worry about. All right. Do you want to talk a bit about the NHL? Sure. I don't have a ton to say. I was telling so you. About- you haven't uh, really been watching then? No, pretty much just been following some scores here and there. And so you're like a uh, right now so, you're more of a ticker guy just because of everything that's happening. Seeing, yeah, just been obviously Sabers are two and four, not great. Uh, Have you been following the progress of Jack Eichel? Just some basic stats and stuff yeah. like that. Nothing. I think he has what two goals. Do you have anything to say on uh, Patrick Kane, a Buffalo resident? No, no. I really know very little about what's going on in that. Well, you in know that, that he was accused. Charged. Was he charged or just? I, I believe he was charged. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't know at all. How do you feel about the Flyer fans uh, chanting "She said no" when he uh, touched the puck? Hmm. I don't know. I wish Denver fans would have done that to Kobe all those years ago. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, it's uh, to me. It, feels like they're kind of making light of the situation. It's not really a, you know, if he like, you know, embezzled money or something and you want to make fun of him for that. Yeah, just, I, I don't, th- I don't think it was a good idea. No, it was a bad idea. That's an, it's a, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. Yeah. It's weird that it, we, there's no resolution. Like it's just this hanging thing. And yeah. Yeah. What can you do? It's all. And then uh, you've got, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets being 0-7, firing their coach and bringing back torts to the league. <laughs> like that's 0-7 is pretty bad because there were some pretty high expectations. Well, yeah. I mean, they have some pretty good players, you know, particularly their goaltender, Sergei Bobrovsky. Is there any other? Uh, Montreal's the only undefeated team still, uh, right? Um, I would think so. Yes. Yeah. The only undefeated team. Well, I guess. 7-0. Around here, the only other, I would, I would guess, marginal story is that the Leafs, who hired Mike Babcock as their savior, uh, are not doing too hot right now. Right. 
But their team's not great. Like that's not. No, they have a bad team. They, I would not. They're going to be. They're going to be bad for a couple of years. And I think, I think Leaf fans understand that. I haven't seen any crazy Leaf fans yet. Yeah, and they're all watching Blue Jays games. They're all watching now, the Blue so. Jays games anyway. Yeah, like no bars have go Leafs go or watch the Leaf game here on any of their marquees at all, which is kind of nice to see. Um, but yeah, Habs seven and zero. Everybody says it's all because of Carey Price, but. They've also scored the most goals in the league so far. They have the fewest goals against, too, I they think. They do have right? also yeah. the fewest goals against, yes. But they've also scored the most. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. they <laughs> got a good team. That's like as good as you can do. They've got, they've got a, You're undefeated. You score the most, and you allow the least goals. Yeah. Their power play still kind of sucks, but uh, they got a lot of good players, and uh, they got a good team. And what is their? What do they play after goals this year? Is it still the old... Uh, like custom hab song their goal song or yeah they haven't changed it i think it's still the ole you know the ole song ole 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 Uh, yeah what happened to the oh that's been gone for a while but i thought they brought it back they might have i haven't been to a habs home game in a while so okay all right um the last few the last times that i've gone it's been the ole song I miss that old song. Uh, you know, how do you feel about the Sabres' new goal song? Oh, I know what it is. Give me a second. I'm not crazy about it. No? No. You're not crazy about Let Me Clear My Throat? Oh, yeah. that's Yeah. No. Not at all. But they always have terrible music at that stadium, though. Yeah, that's true. So, no surprises there. Um, I've gone to a couple of the new Hamilton Bulldogs games. Oh, yeah? Because they're no longer the American Hockey League team. They're the Ontario Hockey League team. And uh, the first game, you know, they had 6,000 fans, and it was the whole big thing, and people were super excited. Still at Cops? Still at Cops. It's now the uh, first uh, first Ontario Center or something like that. And uh, I went to the game last Saturday night. I took my goddaughter, and there was like 600 people there. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I've never seen it that empty – when it wasn't a snowstorm. And so I was, my mind was blown. Like, I don't understand what that city wants. They have got a competitive, exciting team. People seem to enjoy the Ontario Hockey League more than the American Hockey League. And I just, I don't understand what they want. I mean, they're never going to get an, an NHL team. People in Hamilton wouldn't be able to afford to go to an NHL game. It would all just be people from Oakville and Niagara and stuff like that. So I'm, I don't know what they want, but they're they don't seem to want to go to this, and it's it's awful. It's really awful to go to these games and see that few people, especially when you have a decent team and they're fun to watch. I don't like it. It really bothers me. And my goddaughter is 12 years old, and she's like, "Where is everybody? What's going on?" You know, <laughs> what'd you say? I said it's a shitty OHL team. I said no. I said no. It's a <laughs> shitty hockey city, is what it is. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, it's just it was just terrible. Although it's a totally different dynamic now. Whenever they show, because these players are like 16 and 17 years old, and now that whenever they're on the, the screen, you know, they're introducing the players, you know, and she's like, oh, he's cute, he's cute. And that didn't happen before when they were the American Hockey League, like the NHL washouts. So that's a different dynamic, and I don't really have any way to respond to that. That must be awkward. Yeah. But she's uh, her her. She wants to be in the UFC right now. That's what her career goal is. You know, 
In a couple weeks, she's off to take part in the World Karate Championships representing Team Canada, which is insane. Mm-hmm. She's like the best at karate in her age group in the world. Yeah? Yes. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty insane. And uh, now she wants to take... Uh, wrestling, add wrestling. To well, she wants to do like jujitsu and judo courses. And she's really interested in kickboxing. And so I said, you know, what's it, uh, you know, what's it like, you know, like sparring with these people? And she's like, okay, you know, it's just what I do. And she talks about all these friends that she has, like all around the world that she's made. And I was like, these are the people you compete against. And she said, yes. And I said, you guys are friends. And she said, yeah, we're all friends. You know, we're, we're always running around in the hotel and stuff uh, after the tournaments or before the tournaments. And she said, oh, I felt really bad. Like, like the girl that's my closest friend she got knocked out the last tournament and i said oh what happened she goes well i kicked her in the head that'll do it well that's pretty cool congratulations to her yeah shout out to zoe brown what's her does she have like a fighting nickname i don't know i'm just gonna call her the i don't know i don't have a have anything good zoe brown it feels like there should be something she'll have something i'm sure when right. she's we, a, well, we gotta, when, work. When she's we gotta a, work on that when she's a professional fighter which is you know six or seven years away. She's going to do it. It's going to be crazy. I hope she does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Habs are awesome. The Blue Jackets are terrible. Um, the Leafs aren't great. Sabres, not so great. Nope. They did win in a shootout. They beat the Leafs. That's, That's always good. That's always good. Oh, new overtime is pretty awesome. Yeah, the three-on-three is pretty nuts. It's very If you open. get the right two teams that like just kind of go back and forth it is pretty uh pretty exciting i think uh i've watched three overtimes or so now and it is pretty excellent yes great idea the uh penguins haven't clicked yet no. they're struggling i'm you know crosby's just gonna once he gets a couple then i'm sure he'll be fine but uh people are predicting the capitals and the ducks to be in the stanley cup final everybody the ducks are They've won one game. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Not at all. So I don't know. Maybe maybe this coming season is the is when the the Stanley Cup returns finally to Canada. Best team in the league right now, is the Canadians. That'd be good. I, I I like the Canadians. Not a problem with the Canadians. Hope they do well. I'm sure they will. But uh, you know. Once Unfortunately, NHL, I yeah, I just once know. the NHL season gets going, you know, we'll uh, we'll get back to it. I'm so out of touch with the NHL right now. It's last on my list by far. Well, there's a I mean, when you look at what else is happening right now, I mean, uh, you know, just football's going nuts and you got the the World Series and then you're super pumped about the NBA season, so it's it's kind of hard to be that into all four right now. You know, come January, February, and, ho- and hockey. I I never played hockey in my life. I just I don't have the same connection to it. I'm the one of those weird Canadians. That's fair. That's fine. Are you one of those weird Canadians that doesn't like hockey but loves Nickelback? Also not true. <laughs> oh no, no, you don't like Nickelback. That's right. Um, so uh, the last time we uh, did a show, we had a we had a pretty good argument about uh about deflate gate and tom brady oh, yeah well i was i don't know if it was a 
I was passionate. You were passionate. Like we weren't arguing. No. But uh, you, you were, were very, right. You were right. Yes. Ultimately, let's I get was, to the point. You I were was, right. I was absolutely right on what would happen. That he would get no games and the judge would throw the case out. And I had my fantasy football draft before the appeal decision. So I stole Tom Brady. Good. In, I think, the seventh round. I have, in, I have a friend that got him in the eighth. In an, as an emotional hedge for the result of that decision. And I couldn't be happier. I bet. That I got him that low. Are you uh, leading your... Not even close. Really? <laughs> no. Because your other picks were terrible? Some, yeah. No. That's but, unfortunate. Uh, but he's he's been doing very well. Yes. And... uh but even with NFL, we're, we're transitioning to NFL. Absolutely. That's where I started. Obviously. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say this. No team seems that great to me right now. No. They, I would probably, if I was ranking teams, put the Patriots at number one. Right. But I do not think they're unbeatable by any means. Well, and I, I think it's, it's easy to think that way just because... Um, like Cincinnati and Denver, who are also undefeated, they look beatable. Yeah, Denver definitely <laughs> looks <laughs> beaten. Yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> big time. I mean, they like what more than half of their points have been from defense and special oh, teams. It's, it's crazy. You know, Peyton leads the league in interceptions. Um, you know, the Bengals have had like how many of their games have they won? towards the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, so they don't look that scary. Um, and Green Bay, I mean, they got lucky against St. Louis. Sure did. Like, really lucky along the way. And lucky against uh, the Chargers, too. And those are home games at Lambeau. Yes. I mean, and I'm I'm not at all scared of Carolina, either. Oh, no. 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 And even Atlanta. I, I knew New Orleans was going to win that, yes. that game last week. So... I, it, it's shaping up to be a pretty wide open season. I think so. I mean, I, yes, I do believe the Patriots are probably still the favorites. You know, they, they don't have, they don't exactly have a difficult rest of the season coming up. Like, so we're, we're week. It just pisses me off week so much. Seven? Yeah, Indianapolis is terrible. Like, like they should be <laughs> one in one in five, really, and they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, because their division is it's complete really garbage. Yes. And they are awful. I I would not Pagano. He could be gone at any point if they like lose two more in a row. They are bad. The the Patriots they got a pretty amazing schedule this year. So I do mean, the Bills. Like the Bills' schedule is relatively easy too. That, I mean, anyone in the AFC East has a pretty. The, they got Dallas after everybody got hurt. That's right? true too. Yeah. And so they've got the Jets this week, and then I mean. Yeah, I'm excited that the Dolphins are. They fired Joe Philbin. They left him in the UK, <laughs> and uh, you know they played better against Tennessee. Well, they played really well against Tennessee, but they've. I mean, it's about time that they played well. I I, I don't think they're gonna run the gauntlet. I mean, how were you feeling when they played the Bills that that one game? Well, they were awful. It was so good. They were awful. <laughs> that was like the the biggest piss pumping I've seen. And yeah, Tannehill I mean, I, just looked like. Like I, I've just been disaster. waiting for them to to just to fire Philbin just because he was he's, they're just they were terrible and they the I know that the team isn't as bad as the way they played their first three games or so um, or four games just because I mean like they're pretty much the same team as they were last year and they were pretty good last year and then they added a couple of really good players so like they. <coughs> They should be should have been competing for the wild card, uh, you know. 
they may still because they don't really have a tough schedule left. I think the the AFC East got pretty lucky with who they're matched up against. Exactly. Um, and like yeah, like the the Patriots have nothing. They got the Jets this week, then the Dolphins, uh, then they've got the Washington Professional Football Club, then the Giants, the Bills, the Broncos, the Eagles, Houston, Tennessee, the Jets, and the Dolphins again. I mean, they could go undefeated. They could. So. Who knows what's going to happen? I, I I won't do it in any of my pools this week because I'm gutless and I should know better. I have a feeling the Jets are going to win this week. They might. I, I I just have a gut feeling that it. I wouldn't bet on them though. I'm not, but I I wish I would because I, I have a the the next week week seven is really their toughest competition. So I I don't know. Like so, how do you, how do you feel about the Bills now? Oh, it's not it's not good. No. They don't really have uh, much of an offense. Well, the problem number one problem, by far, undeniable in my opinion, Sammy Watkins is a band aid. He is hurt all the time. Yes. He's just he's one of those players for whatever reason that is really good that just gets hurt all hurt all so, the time. So as soon as uh secondaries don't have to worry about him. It ruins everything. Right. Guys like Woods and uh, Clay and other guys are just not getting open enough. How do you Our, feel about uh, having uh, you know, uh, Dolphins? I love Clay. You love him now? Yeah. When he, you know, I, I didn't have any strong opinions about him, but in the Miami game, when he caught that first pass oh, yeah. and just destroyed his former teammates, taking it to the house, I'm like, I love this guy. So the Bills really aren't that good because the, the, who have they beat? They beat the Dolphins, who were shit. Indy. And then they beat Indy. And Tennessee. Which is, again, a team that the Dolphins just beat. But yeah, it's weird, though, because, like I was saying before, I don't think anyone's that good. Like I, I can't even rank them compared to other teams because everyone is... I, I thought Arizona was the team that was impressing me the most, for the most part, but... yeah. Them like really doing nothing in Pittsburgh last week, that's not going to cut it. That obviously raises questions with them. And yes. the whole NFC East is their hit or miss every week. It seems they're and, junk. I mean, like uh, like like uh, like a seven to nine team could win that division. If I had to pick right now, what team I think is going to win the Super Bowl, I think I'd pick Seattle. No way. Yeah, they're going to go on a tear. No way. Oh, yeah. No, they won't. <laughs> Big time. No. I, I, I think Seattle's got it. That is the most insane thing you've ever said. I really think they're going to. Oh, my God. The rest of these teams are so bad. Like, they're bad right now, but I think they got the potential. They can't even find a way to use um, Graham. He's not doing terrible. Well, they just, but, like. I don't know. I have faith in Seattle right now. I. I even though they're two and four, yeah, I don't know. That's my bold one of okay, one of my so bold predictions for this episode. What happens if the 49ers beat them tonight? Uh, let's see. It's first in goal for Seattle right now. Uh, see the, the thing I'm, about the 49ers okay, is by, like if, if by if, the end of this show, if somehow we were to do a four hour episode and San Fran's winning, what, what what's my punishment? Think of something. <laughs> that, that kingpin pin goes goes, goes right where right. you don't want it. <laughs> Up the gutter? Oh, yeah. All right. That's how confident I am. 
<laughs> I, that, I, I really, I don't know. I, I think Seattle will bounce back. But no, I, I love the Rams. I don't know why. If they, Nick Foles is just garb. <laughs> this guy's got to go. So what do you think about that, uh, you know, Sam Bradford and the Nick Foles swap? It's just odd. They're both really terrible. Yeah. Yeah, they're both really terrible. It's just been an, an odd. Actually, I've, I really enjoyed this NFL season so far. Yeah. Even yeah. that the Thursday night games have been good. And they're but, never good. And he, the teams aren't good, but no. the, the one with Indy versus Houston, where there's that Hail Mary at the end of the first half, and the Colts uh, quarterback or safety pretty much blocked out his entire team from making a play on the Hail uh-huh. Mary. It was the, the oddest defensive play I've ever seen in my life. I, I would have fired Chuck Pagano on the field if I was the owner, if I saw my team do that on defense, on a Hail Mary. That is coaching. He still has a job. Yeah. What did you think about the play Oh, last week? <laughs> Were you watching that game? Yeah, I'm even talking about, yeah, obviously. I was, I was yeah. And it, it was just insane. I wasn't watching, but I, I have seen the clip, obviously, right. since. No, I was watching. And, and uh, well, like, it happened so fast that, um, what's his name? Al, Al Michaels. Like, he didn't even, like, catch it. Like, he was, like, you know, he was just talking to, his broadcast partner, Collinsworth. Collinsworth, and then the play happened, and, and he was like, "What just what happened?" And then Collinsworth just went bananas when they were showing the replay. They're like, "What are they doing?" It was nuts. It's it's very strange. It, everyone seems every team just is off kilter. It's a weird season, yeah. and we're the ones that benefit because anything can happen. Well, I, I'm pretty sure the, the AFC East is going to yield one wild card team. Just yeah. because the AFC East has such a crazy unless unless um they just uh, unless the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets just keep beating each other and they don't get those extra wins. The Browns are frisky though too. I agree because of what we were talking about earlier, that division also plays the AFC Central. Right. So which favors makes their schedules favorable as well. So Man. Like and I, I really wanted to. I really wanted to like the Browns. I, I really wish they would. Like, I don't understand why they're not. Okay, now I understand why they're not playing Manziel. But I don't understand why they didn't. McCowns looked pretty good. But I mean, I don't know why they didn't start him to begin with. Like, as soon as they got to do something with him, you know, if if you're not going to see if he's going to be any good or not, then get rid of him. I felt the same way, but ultimately, I have to respect the decision of the coaches because I think they're right, McCown. He's played. He showed he's good. I, I guess he's good, but you know, for like five hundred yards a year or something. And they lost. I don't know. It's not good. It's great. It's been. It, a, it's, it's been a great, great season. season. Yeah, I'm. I'm really enjoying it. I don't know why we record on Thursdays during the NFL season. That's a dumb idea. Yeah, we should be watching this game. Is that TV work? No. Damn it. Because, <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing about San Fran is that uh, they're. Depending on how the defense plays them, they're a completely different team. Because if you're not if you're not rushing Kaepernick, then uh, he's going to murder you. He plays better when uh, when they yeah. don't, when they don't just keep rushing him. So I don't understand why defense wouldn't just keep doing that. But and then the other team that I just love seeing do terrible is the well, Ravens. 
Who's the other the first team you love seeing do terrible? Oh, I, like, I thought you were t- the 49ers. Oh, right, 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 right. Like pretty bad. Yes. But then the Ravens, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're abysmal. It's great. They paid, uh, what's his name, a lot of money, uh, Flacco. But, uh, yeah, they're they're bad. They're really bad. And I really like seeing Peyton Manning be bad. Yeah. How they're undefeated, it's, it's insane considering how poorly he's played. It is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the magic of uh, Peyton Manning. But you look at the the, the standings, same teams. Patriots, Packers, uh, Broncos, Colts. I like the fact that the Giants might win that division. Uh, I don't think so. I think Eagles are winning that division. Yeah. But uh, like I, like I, uh, I have a soft spot for the Giants. Yeah? I always have, yes. Well, okay, not always. Well, yes. Originally, it started with the wide right. Oh, God. All right. All right. <laughs> this is before you were a Bills fan, I know, too. I know. Right? And then, uh, because everybody I knew was going for the Bills, and just and seeing that Norwood kick was just such a wonderful moment of my childhood. Uh, but uh, I like Eli. Just because, you know, like, I think I've said it before on the show, I'm a younger brother, so I appreciate mm-hmm. Eli being the younger brother, and the fact that he has more rings than Peyton is hilarious. And he can still get more. And he still, he probably could, he's more likely to get another one. Now, another team I know you somehow follow more than others is the Cowboys, right? Like, you have friends like the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, I have, I have lots of friends. You like, like to talk Cowboys. about the Cowboys. Yeah. They have just gotten... The worst luck oh, ever. The horrible. Like my my <laughs> friends are like they. I I don't even know what to say to them anymore. It's like you can't like there's they're just it's just it's terrible. So Castle's starting for them this week. Yep, that's not good. I don't know. <laughs> he well, he was he was the the toss away from the Bills. Yeah, even with the Fred Jackson, when he got cut from the Bills, everyone was so pissed, including myself. What just happened with Fred Jackson? He was he in a car was accident. drag racing with Marshawn Lynch. And yeah. That's not a good idea either. Yeah. That's a bad idea. <laughs> so when I see stuff like that happen, then I see Carlos Williams be amazing for the Bills. It's just like every once in a while, even though everyone likes to second guess things. Sometimes the coaches actually do know what they're talking about. They are professional football coaches, and they're seeing these players every day. Yeah, and we might think they're dumb. And they Joe cert- Philbin was dumb. They certainly make bad clock management decisions. Chuck Pagano is dumb. I don't think he is. Well, that was a dumb play. That was, but I, I Joe Philbin is dumb. I don't know if he's dumb, but he certainly his team was not responding to him as a no, coach. No. Now, they might not be listening to what he was saying or ignoring, and it just wasn't working, but yeah, he had to go. He did have to go. And, and like, did you listen to uh, the Simmons podcast? Have you been listening to yeah. Bill's new podcast? Yeah. And how, uh, like, they were, he and, uh, was it Joe House, were talking about uh, doing the tease with uh, Philbin getting fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he, they, he docked him out of it. Like, that was, that was, like how how amazing would that have been? <laughs> I know to make that bad, <laughs> and they didn't. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. If I, I, th- I think either Patriots or, although I want Seattle, and that's like a gut thing. I think they're going to do well. If I had to pick 
right now, I'd say, I think it's Patriots Packers Super Bowl. Is that exciting to you? I know it's it's a Super Bowl people have wanted for a long time. Like Brady Rogers, yeah. the two best offensive teams. First of all, that is probably the greatest quarterback name ever. Brady, Brady Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't think that would be a a bad Super Bowl matchup at all. But no, I think it would be an excellent game. But would that excite you? Do you think? Yes. Bruno Mars doing the halftime show again. <laughs> if the Bills don't have a chance to be there, I think that's a pretty good Super Bowl. It would probably be the most watched television and event it's Super ever. Bowl Fifty, obviously. So right, and they're doing the five zero, right? Yeah, so that's bad. It bo- that bothers you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that big time bothers you. Does it not bother you? I just think it's odd. It's just like when, uh, when, uh, like you have the X. Well, here's the you thing, ha- or not X? It will. It's the same thing with. Uh, Is it XL? It would have. No, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Roman numeral? It would have been. I feel really dumb. Fifty is L. L Super Bowl L. Yes. Yes. It's probably why they haven't done it. I like it. Yeah. You know what? You've owned Roman numerals forever. Don't give up on Roman numerals now. Just cuz it's a little odd or it presents marketing challenges. Own those marketing challenges. You're the NFL. You got yeah. billions of dollars. Make the L cool. Don't turn your back on your numbering and Lettering system? What a joke. Well, it's the same thing with uh, with the WWE and Vince McMahon one year dropped the number after WrestleMania, and they just referred to it as WrestleMania. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That and then, is or then, gross. But realized the mistake. Um, yeah? Yeah, it's back to WrestleMania 32. And have they retrofitted the old ones with numbers if you rewatch them? I'm not sure, but they might have. I think they refer to it as the number again, okay, yes. Good. Yeah. Well, well, at least he uh, saw the folly in his ways. Yeah, he rarely does, but at that time he did. Well, we didn't do a, a football preview episode. No, we did not. Do you have, we won't say what you would have picked, uh, but do you have a prediction now for well, the Super Bowl? Well, I, I would have picked the Patriots because I knew Brady was going to play, and I knew he would have the desire to destroy everybody and stick it to the NFL. So I would have picked the Patriots again, just like I did last year, and I was right. To win. To win. Okay. Yes. All right. What would do you think you would have picked back then? What what I would have picked at the beginning of yeah, the Yeah, if uh, we'd done a podcast before. Hmm. The AFC is I probably would have picked Pittsburgh. Right. And from the NFC, I think I would have picked Green Bay or yeah, or I, or Seattle. I think I would have picked one of those two teams as well because they're just probably Seattle. The consensus, yeah, Seattle to go to a third straight. Yeah, I don't know. Denver might have been creeping in my Not pick me. as well. But uh, well, I didn't know. Did you know Peyton Manning would be, Peyton yeah. Manning would be this bad? Yeah, you knew he'd be this bad. Not this bad, okay. but I knew he wouldn't be very good. He is old. He doesn't have the juice in that arm anymore. And even his passes aren't even crisp. Yeah, they're brutal. <laughs> they're like they're like me throwing it. He's Captain Limp Dick. He's brutal. I could throw the ball better than Payne Manning right now. No, that's not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> that at is all. not true. That is not true <laughs> at all. Not even close. No. 
I couldn't even throw it better than Archie Manning. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yes. So. All right. So. So there you go. NFL talk. It's been a hell of a season. I'm very excited about it. Bills are on a bye week, right? Nope. No. In London playing Jackson. Oh, right. Bye week is next week. Yes. For the Bills. Yeah. I love I love these London games. I really do. I love waking up. I, and I'm not looking NFL. forward to it. Why not? I do not get up before twelve thirty on weekends. You got a problem. Why? That's really late to sleep in. I'm a night hawk, man. I stay up till four in the morning, five in the morning. Doing what? Whatever I want. Oh my god. <laughs> I just I I hate mornings. I love the nighttime. So You love the nightlife. Not so. Sometimes I do. It's the nightlife's hard to come by these days. So what are you like? Are you just watching movies or so? If if I can go out and do something, find people to do stuff with, I'm in for that. I I'll stay up, play video games, watch a movie, whatever. What's your What's your current go to video game? Mm, Guitar Hero, but I'm having issues with it. Is this like a new Guitar Hero with new songs? Is it harder? It's different. What's different which I about like. it? It's a different guitar setup. Three buttons over three buttons. Oh. So, it, but the controller is fucking brutal. It, it's broken, essentially. And a lot of people are having problems. So I love the game, but there's, it's becoming very frustrating. If you could do a three-song set list on the guitar from the songs that are available on it right now, what would you pick? I don't even know. Oh. It's weird. I, I don't want to get too far into it, but it's Do you like, have a go to song right now? No, there it's not like that. You just go to these channels that are streaming random songs and you're playing whatever is on you're not really picking songs. You don't get to pick songs anymore. You can, but I haven't been. They have oh, okay. like these dedicated like channels. They're like a TV channel essentially, and it's just And that's what you prefer to play. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. So I would only I I would like to pick my own songs. You can do that too, but I, I'm really enjoying the variety of that. Okay. Right Is it different genres of music too? Oh, yeah, all over the place. Like classical music? No. Oh, okay. Rock, pop. Country? No. Nope. No country. A little country, not much. A little bit country, a little bit rock Whole and roll. A whole lot of rock and roll. A whole lot of rock and roll. Okay. That's all right. Yeah, that's good. Yep. I'm usually in bed at like 9.30. Yeah? Yeah. Five o'clock comes early, man. Even on weeknights. My bedtime is usually two. Oh, my God. No, it's like I, I wake up at 5, 5.30, even without an alarm clock now. Yeah? That's just how it is. I don't like it. I mean, now that I have uh, multiple stores to run, it's been very busy. Mm-hmm. So. Keep on keeping on. Indeed. Because the only thing I really get to do is watch sports. I'm so behind in my television. And- it's almost your bedtime. Yeah, I know, man. I'm feeling it. Believe it. (laughs) Believe that. So let's talk about the NBA. It is our NBA preview show. Yeah. And I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, I didn't didn't get to see too many of the Laker games last year because, again, they air long after I'm asleep. Now, my only – I'm always excited for my team in the the NBA season. The only downside to this season that I see so far – Okay. It doesn't feel like a lot's changed. No. Like, it feels almost like a continuation of last year. Yep. There's not a lot of exciting storylines going in. To me, the most exciting, well, exciting, but most interesting thing that changed in the offseason 
is the Spurs. Yes. They got better. Getting two very good players. Yes. They got LaMarcus Aldridge. And David West and for David nothing. West for nothing. Which scares me. Yeah. It scares it me just, a lot. It just means that uh, Tony Parker and Tim Duncan are going to get rest, more rest. And they can just do less and not, like, I'm scared. I'm scared of the Spurs. I think everybody should be. I mean, yeah, yeah the Warriors are good and the Clippers are probably going to, they should be better, but I don't know if they will be. Well, and I guess the second biggest story going in is what's going to happen in Oklahoma City. Right. Because Dur- Durant can become a free agent. Yes. It was Westbrook's team last year. Durant's coming back. What happens there? Little scary. I have no confidence in Oklahoma City. No? No. Okay. I, I just think, again, one of those guys is going to get injured. All right. It happens every year. I would not be surprised. Yes. In the East, I mean, not a ton of changes. You know, like, I mean, the Hawks probably won't be as good. I, I, don't know. I do not think so. Um, I think the Heat will be better. Because Chris Bosh should be there for the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cavs, they, now that they've got Thompson for down for five years, the Cavs are going to be really good. Again, it, it all that depends. That feels like a mistake to me. I do not think he's worth that much money. No, he's not worth that much money. But the fact that he's there makes them better. I think that it's obviously a, they're anticipating salary caps going up and what seems like a lot of money now will not be in two or three years. But that's, uh, I think th- I thought initially they were being extremely hesitant to paying them that much money. Yes. Like very hesitant and to the point where I thought they might not actually sign him, even though their agents are the same LeBron and him. I thought maybe LeBron doesn't think he's that good. Like maybe they can do better. Yeah. So I think, uh. I don't think the Wizards will be as good, but they're still going to be a, a, a good team. Um, I don't know what to think about the Raptors. I still think they'll win their division. Probably. Now, there is a, a rule change this year. Division winners are no longer guaranteed a top four seed. That's good. I agree. They should, and, and that's, they should have done that with baseball. Because the Pirates and the Cubs were the second and third best teams in in the National League, and they played in the wild card game. I don't know if I agree with baseball because there are just three division, like three, well, now five, four teams made the playoffs, and like the division is a little more beholden in baseball. I guess. Like it's it's a big deal with 160 games, but I see what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not like I. Um, I think. Uh, I think the Bulls finally need to realize that. Uh, Derrick Rose is not a part of their team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're not going to be – well, they'll be good. Um, I just – you just know Derrick Rose is leaving the Bulls a year, two years, yeah. and wherever he goes, he's going to be amazing. Probably. <laughs> like, I just get that feeling. That's – He just – like he again, he's one of those guys that just gets hurt all the time. Yeah. You know, um, I think the Pacers will be better. Oh, I don't. You don't. No, they're in, they lost a lot of guys, no? Yeah, but they've got the most important guy back. Uh, I don't know. Paul George is a good basketball player. I do not have no spoilers. I do not have the Pacers making the playoffs. I do. Yeah. Even last year with they were like respectable even with a very injured team, but I don't know. 
And they lost David West now. Yeah. Losing Roy Hibbert was not that big of a deal. It'll hurt him. But uh, no, I think the I think the Pacers will be better. All right. I guess we're we're jumping back and forth here a bit. Uh, well, well, let's let's just stick with the Eastern Conference. Okay. All right. All right. Do you want to go through who our top eight are, or do you, what do you want, or what do you want to just say like who best to worst, or what do you want to do? Uh, I've only really got top eight for sure, so I didn't do the the bad teams necessarily. Okay. So let's uh, let's go through who we think is going to miss the playoffs and see if we're the same. Okay. Seventy Sixers are going to miss the playoffs. Yes, they will. <laughs> They'll probably be one of the worst teams in the league. See, I think they're going to do pretty good. The people in charge of that team, from all aspects, I have zero confidence in. I think all of the teams that don't make the playoffs right, will be... A, I don't think there's going to be a huge disparity unless teams start tanking. I think like the ninth seed and the 15th seed are going to probably... The worst anyone's going to get is like... 20 wins. I don't think anyone's dipping below 20 wins in the East this year. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, every every team that's bad has some young talent. The only team I could really see if like the the wrong people get hurt going for a complete shit is Brooklyn. Right. Brooklyn I could see. They're not going to make the playoffs anyway. I, I also do not have Brooklyn making the playoffs. Um, I don't have Orlando making the playoffs. I don't, but I think they'll be pretty good. Okay. I don't have the Pistons making the playoffs. I also do not have the Pistons <laughs> making the playoffs. Um, I don't have the Knicks making the playoffs. Yeah, I don't. They're the one that I feel like might. Just for some bullshit. They're not the one that I, I think I think might. Um, I don't have Charlotte making the playoffs. I don't. And they're 7-0 and in the preseason. Yes. Red hot. But not making nothing. the playoffs. The only like I have I have the Pacers and the eighth seed. The only team that I think has a chance is the Celtics. And I have the Pacers not making the playoffs, and I have the Celtics as the eighth seed. So there you go. So we're pretty pretty much in agreement on that. Yes. So our top seven are all the same teams. We're just in a different order. In a different Correct. probably in a different order. Now number seven for me. Is going to be much lower than it is for you, I think. I have the Atlanta Hawks at number seven. I think they're going to take a big step back this year. I don't have them that low. I think teams figured them out in the playoffs, essentially, last year. I think, I, I don't know who their big losses were, but I know Damari Carroll went to the Raptors. I, I don't know. I just, I do not feel like they will uh, capture the magic they did last year. I have the Wizards at number seven. All right, and I they're in the same division. Right. I have the Wizards winning that division. Okay. And being third seed in the East. Right. I think the Wizards are going to be really good. I'm not saying they're going to be bad. Now I'm trying to remember: Is Beal hurt for the Wizards? That might change things. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I think they are. Uh, a force to be reckoned with in the East. And John Wall, I mean, he's getting better every year. How do you feel about Gortat? I love him. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> I love Gortat. I, 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 watching them in the playoffs last year, I feel like they underperformed. Like they got some bad luck. And 
I expect to see them turn it around. And my my sixth seed is Chicago. I actually think they're going to dip a bit as well. I do not think Jimmy Butler will be as good as he was this year last year. I have a feeling Mike Dunleavy, <laughs> the horseshoe fell out of his ass during, <laughs> during the summer, and he will not be as good. And, you know, no one's – they're Hoiberg's their coach, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know they think they quit on Tibbs or did not respond to Tibbs. Tibbs good. Yes. Oh, they're, yeah. They're going to miss Tibbs. Oh, yes. And players might get annoyed with them, yeah. Or, yeah. but he lights a fire under people's asses. And I had the I have the Hawks at number six. Okay, so you have them dropping down. Yes, as well, I do have them. They're, they're not going to have that run again. Okay, and that was a big reason why they were where they were, and that's not going to happen again. I don't think anybody expects that to happen again. Okay, well we're we're somewhat on the same page there. So then. far, yeah, yeah. All who's right. your Who's your number five? Miami. Okay, number I have Chicago at number five. Okay, so we're still pretty close. Yeah, like my, I'm not. Even though I'm saying these things, these teams are essentially nothing. They're silly little nothings. Yes, don't care. <laughs> we're we're just getting the East out of the way. They don't matter. I, uh, my number five team, which I actually I I didn't account for the rule change. I would probably bump up uh, Milwaukee. Okay, I think Milwaukee is going to be very good. And one of my my. Ultra, ultra bold predictions, which I did last year. My ultra bold prediction, one of them this year, is that Milwaukee finishes first in the Eastern Conference. Huh. They will be this year's Atlanta Hawks. Fair enough. That is my ultra bold prediction. So the Bucks are your number four team? Yes. I have the Raptors at number four. And I that's what I switched around. So the Raptors are essentially, they were my fourth and fifth. So them in Milwaukee shift. Number three, you have Washington. That's where I have the Bucks. Oh, okay. I think I think the Bucks are going to be really good. They're going to be really fun. I feel to watch. like they have a plan. Yes, and I didn't agree with their plan previously, but they pretty much proved in the playoffs that I think Jason Kidd is pretty smart. They know what they're doing yeah. somehow. Jason Kidd's pretty smart. I don't get it, but it's working. And then they added Monroe. Yes, and I mean they're. Uh, Parker's back yep. for the whole season, yes. pretty much. I don't know. I, I've I have a weird vibe about the Bucks, and I think uh, and I've got the Heat at number two. Ooh, that high? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who do you who do you have at number three? Washington. Washington. Who's your number two? Oh no, Washington's number two. Sorry, right. I had Toronto three. So Milwaukee three, Toronto. We both have Milwaukee at three. Yes. At Toronto at four. Yes. So that's the same. Yes. I have the Heat at two. Okay, so our Washington and Heat pretty much switch. Yeah. And then we obviously both, both have, have the Cav- Cavaliers, yes. So actually, we're pretty pretty similar. We have our eight and nines swap, mm-hmm. and then our our uh, our Heat and Washington swap. But the Bucks, I don't know why. Yeah. I think they're going to be really good. New uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> do they have new uniforms? I don't even know if they do. I thought they did. Either way, but yeah, they, I mean, like, I I don't know how Jason Kidd like like. Well, when you, all I think about was the him spilling the drink on purpose. Do you remember that when he yes. said, hit me, hit me? Yes, <laughs> like that's all I think about when I think of Jason Kidd anymore. Not his kid's mustache. No, well, that's what I used to think of. Now that's what I think of, but I still, 
Oh, the fucking Bucks, man. I wish I was a Bucks fan. I would feel really good right now yeah. if I was a Bucks fan. I would feel hopeful. I would feel like the world was my oyster. Well, couldn't we? Couldn't we both kind of like off to the side cheer for the Bucks? I will not do that. No, <laughs> no, can't do it. No, I, I still cheer for Toronto. Right. I, I don't. I, I like them essentially. I, I can't show any lost, support for any team that plays out of that city. They lost Vasquez. Who I love. Yes. So and where is he playing now? Is he Milwaukee? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, they... Toronto, I, I still... I love Valanchunas. I I love Patrick Patterson. I, there's guys I love on Toronto, too. So I, I want them to do well. Cleveland, obviously, I'm a known uh, LeBron apologist. Love everything about the guy. Right. He will be the greatest player of all time when all is said and done. Okay. And I just I I don't think they're winning this year. I'll say that too, not to get uh, too spoilery, right? But I, I do not think they're going to win the championship. I don't think so either. Uh, I think they need a, a couple big personnel changes after this season. I think there'll be some shifting in the off season. Yes, and after and- that, they'll <laughs> is when I see them winning their. And what's his face is not going to be the same guy he was last year in the playoffs. Um, Della 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 Dova. Della Dova. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's. Yeah, so. I'm not even that stuff. Like that's not even why. I just I still see there being. I guess this is the their coach. Still seems like it's an issue. Yes. I, I haven't seen anything that would change that. Uh, so I figure this season I have them in the finals, losing in the finals. Again, mm-hmm. but Blatt, yeah, Blatt Shat, and then next year they'll pick it up. Could be, but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited about the Bucks. You know, like I might actually get NBA. Uh, I got pass. it and didn't even mean to. I just got recharged on my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's what extra innings did, and that's I actually last year I I finally canceled it and just got MLB TV. Yeah. Um, which kind of bugged me because sometimes the service wasn't great. Like the, the streaming one? Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about the streaming service rebuild me. Oh, really? Yeah. I, but which the only problem with that is the Pelicans are on TV a lot more this year. So I don't even need it. Right. For those. And uh, so, uh, but whatever. Fuck it. I already got charged. I'll Probably. be watching it. It's all right. So yeah, East, I mean, I'm not even like, I'm not that excited about the East. The East is So who do you think will play. be the... Play in the semifinals in the East, your top four. Uh, Cleveland, Washington, Chicago, and Milwaukee. And I have Cleveland and Washington in the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. And Cleveland going to the NBA Championships. And losing to a team from the West, which we will discuss now. Now, the West, it's it's the greatest conference in sports. Oh, I just... Uh, my. Four instead of Washington, my I'd have Miami in there, but I'd have the other teams. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So the West is where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. That's where the best basketball is played. Yep. Now we talked about the Spurs already. Mm-hmm. They are a force to be reckoned with. Oh yeah. Now they are not a regular uh, a regular season force. No, nope, they don't, don't need to be. I don't have them winning 
the West by by any stretch. They're not going to win the Western Conference, no. And things have changed for me. Okay. Four weeks ago, I probably would have been bold. Okay. My ultra-bold prediction would have been different. It would have been the New Orleans Pelicans will be in the Western Conference Final. Okay. And Anthony Davis will be NBA MVP. I think he has a better chance of being MVP than the being in the finals. I honestly saw both both of those things happening. Just conference finals, not NBA finals. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, that will not happen. Well, it would have happened, but now it won't. Because? because their team is ravaged with injuries right now. And Tyreek Evans is out until January. It's just not going to happen. They're going to struggle through the first three months of the season. Even at their healthiest, they wouldn't be able to beat the Spurs or the Warriors in a seven-game series. Mm, I think they could. I I definitely could see them taking the Warriors to Game Seven, but I don't think they'd beat them. I just they're not there yet. I think they're going to make enormous strides this season. Okay, I real I really do. And we'll see I where a, I feel a, a about a big that. coaching change and other factors. Uh, the NBA is like there's these weird. Like, just feelings you get from the NBA. Right. And all of a sudden, whether it's marketing, social media, other things, like ESPN, just the vibes you get, Mm -hmm. NBA seems to be, more than any other sport, affected by popularity of players. I I, I think, like, we've talked about it in the past, certain players get calls that other players don't. Right. Uh, That does happen. All the time. And it just feels there's, you can sense these points when teams cross a line where now they're the team that is going to get the benefit of the doubt. And I really feel that the Pelicans have crossed that line over the off season. Anthony Davis is everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's in commercials everywhere. It just every, everyone is making sleeper picks that the Pelicans are going to be great. Now that's the thing that scares me the most, right? Like <laughs> people, I honestly felt it, but now that everyone's saying shit like that, I was worried, but sure. Regardless, I don't know. The only team I have like really dropping off, being a completely different team from last year, is Dallas. Right. Like we'll get there. Okay. All right. right. So let's talk about who's not going to make the playoffs. Who's not going to make the playoffs? The Denver Nuggets will not make the playoffs. I agree. They're I think they're going to be one of the worst teams. Pretty bad. Yeah. Yes. They've traded Ty Lawson. Mm-hmm. Not a real reassuring group over there the sacramento kings will not make the playoffs agreed although i do i will say this how i said the the competition within the east from the teams that don't make the playoffs will not be there won't be a huge uh standard deviation in the quality of those teams Mm -hmm. i think there will be a big margin in the in the west from like the eight or the nine and ten seeds to the to the 15 and 14 seeds well, yes, I, I think uh, I would agree, and I think the teams that are probably going to finish ninth and tenth will have a uh, there'll be a, a, a gap between eleven and to fifteen, which is always true in the yes. West. But even in the West last year, I mean, on on a good night, the Nuggets could beat teams, other teams, as could uh, Sacramento. At least sure. in the beginning of the season, yeah. Phoenix was way more competitive last year, so. I think we're going to see a bit of a a balance shift. And yeah. one of the teams that will also not make the playoffs, but I would not be surprised if they're close. Is? 
The Minnesota Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves will not make the playoffs, but they will be better. I think they're going to be pretty good. Yes. I, I, I think that'll be a fun team to watch. A lot of exciting youth on that yes. squad. And I don't know. I've, I've, Can we officially say that Anthony Bennett is a bust? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I am rooting for the guy, though. It must suck to be the number one pick and everyone yeah. just tells you your shit constantly. But the thing is, neither he nor anybody else thought he was going to be the number one pick. That's true too. You know, so he was nobody thought he was going to like that was just because Cleveland's insane. <laughs> Could be, but I I mean I feel bad for the guy. And- I mean like if uh, I feel where like a guy like Alexander Day you know, yeah. who was predicted to be like one of the greatest hockey players. That he was shit. He turned out he he was a total bust. That you know is you know I I don't really feel bad about that. But but I I can see where you have some sympathy for Anthony Bennett because because uh, he shouldn't have been the number one pick and he shouldn't be considered a number one overall pick. Like they sh- he shouldn't have that expectation. Well, and it was a th- terrible draft class that year. Yes. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I- I'd love to see him, you know, get back home and he know, could. There's, put together. There's going to be a lot of Canadians on that team. Put together, you know, a seven and eight stat lines, something like that, something respectable. And clearly the fans will be cheering for him in Toronto. So the, uh, the Portland Trailblazers will not make the playoffs. I agree, but I don't, it's not as clear cut to me as. Some of the other teams. I, no. I know they lost to Marcus Aldridge, but he's obviously awesome. But he was hurt for a lot of last year, too, and they yeah. still played pretty well. So uh, if they overperform, I would not be surprised. The Dallas Mavericks will be close, but they will not make the playoffs. Agreed. I actually I think this is the year uh, Dirk goes for a huge shit. They yeah. lost their best player. Yes. Monte Ellis. Yes. Darren Williams does not instill confidence in me at all. No. I, I actually see them doing very, very poorly this year. Uh, and I love it. The Los Angeles Lakers will not make the playoffs. We disagree there. Come on. I have the Lakers as the eighth seed. Wow. Now, this is. A, wow. Was that hard for you? No, this is an alt. This is partially one of my ultra bold predictions. Oh my God. And it's just a gut feeling. Mm. Like you don't see, here's the thing. If, if they put all the focus on, uh, Julius Randall and D'Angelo Russell and, um, Jordan, um, Justin, um, Oh hell. What's that kid's name? Um, I have the guard it. from last year that played. No, um, yeah, Jordan Clarkson. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, if uh, if they put all the emphasis on those three, as opposed to putting the emphasis on Hibbert and Brandon Bass and uh, not Roy, um, Kobe Bryant, Lou Williams, um, <laughs> which is going to happen because Byron Scott is going to play the veterans. Okay, well, that, this is the thing that scares me. And I, I, for some reason, I have this strange confidence that the Lakers will make the playoffs. But the only thing going south is, now they denied all this stuff, but friction between Byron Scott and Kobe Bryant 
I yeah. hope there's friction because I don't think Byron Scott's the right guy to coach this well, team. I, unless you need a coach that's very good at crossing his arms, he is not a good yeah. coach. He's good at crossing his he arms. He is the best. He's yeah. as good as they get yes. at saying nothing and crossing his arms. Like if 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 for some reason after if they're 0 and 5 and Kobe gives that look again and Byron Scott gets fired and then all of a sudden Jeff Van Gundy shows up, that would be the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Jeff Ang- <laughs> If Jeff Angotti doesn't want to coach Anthony Davis, I don't I don't think he's doing it unless he gets LeBron. He wants to coach Kobe Bryant. Maybe. He does love Kobe. He does. <laughs> no denying that. So but like if, if they focus on Randall and Russell and and you know, and I don't think Kobe's gonna have a problem giving them the ball. I I, I really don't, because he's like all that I've read and seen is him taking these guys under his wing and, and really He's seems to have embraced these two. I think I think he's a different Kobe than he was even three seasons ago. Okay, I hope so. The only reason why I'm a little, he- or I will somewhat agree with you, and why I've made this pick is I think Kobe, above all, even more than winning, like he wants to win, but in order to win, he has to be on the court. Yes, and he's clearly. More prone to getting injured these days. He certainly is. So if he wants to take the wear and tear off his body, he's going to have to delegate. He's entering the management phase yes. of his career. I think I think he's, you know, and although they've already said that this is going to be his last season, that's garbage. And he'll still take the shots at the end of games. Of course he will. And probably to his team's detriment. Um, sometimes it is, yes. But I, I just, like, if they got rid of Byron Scott, I think they'd have a better shot, but I just think he's the wrong coach for this team. Yeah, I agree. But uh, but uh, I think they'll be better. If Kobe can stay healthy, I think they'll be better. If Randall can stay healthy. I mean, he had a, a shitty injury last year. Mm-hmm. But I think with I think Russell and Randall are going to make this team enjoyable to watch. I, I like those guys. I think you will too. So I, ha- I have them making the playoffs. You do. Your team. Yes. Right. So I, the, uh, I uh, they, if Byron Scott was already gone, then you know, I'd be more inclined to say that they'd be a lot more competitive. But he's there, and it's unfortunate. Now we said the Kings already would not make it. Yes, they're an interesting disaster. Yes, Rondo. <laughs> yep. Cousins, Carl. That there should be a couple of powder kegs from them at the beginning of the season. So we, we both agree that Dallas, Portland, Minnesota, Sacramento, and Denver will not make the playoffs. Yes, and I'm assuming we agree that the Phoenix Suns will not make the playoffs. I agree with that as well. They've lost a lot of guys. The The team seems to be in disarray from... Like, they were putting together like an underrated, sneaky good team right. two years ago. Yep. And that seems to have just That's collapsed. God. Yes. So you have the Lakers as your eighth seed, yeah. and I have the Utah Jazz as my Ew. eighth seed. Where okay. do you have Utah finishing? Not in the playoffs. They're my team that will not make the playoffs. Are they where? Whereabouts do you think they'll be? Nine or ten, or way down? Let's say nine or ten, just so it yeah. sounds good that we're. Oh, so you, you have the you, La- you do you think, have the Lakers at nine or ten? No, oh, lower. I have them at eleven. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think I think I I don't think Dallas is going to be as bad as you think they are. But they're not making the playoffs. But I don't think they're going to be a crippling disaster. I I really do. The only saving grace they have is. Rick Carlisle. Right. He's a good coach. Yes. So, But I, I, I would like to see everything fall apart for Mark Cuban. Even though I enjoy Mark Cuban, <laughs> I, I, Mark Cuban angry is more fun to watch. 
Oh yeah, and the other thing would be, I think people underestimate how vital Monte Ellis was to that team. Like he, like he, he was always starting the offense. Like he actually passed quite a bit last year, and he was their crunch time scorer. He, he scared me when uh, when my team was playing them. I was terrified. So, uh, oh yeah, I guess I should. I, I we did not talk about that. That he's in Indiana. Which yes, him and Paul George together, mm-hmm. they could do some damage. Sure could, but there was some. I think he was the a, a huge benefit to having Rick Carlisle as a coach. Like I, th- I feel like Carlisle brought out the best in, in Montella. Yes. So. Okay, so uh, you have the Lakers at eight. Mm-hmm. I have Utah at eight. Who's okay. your number seven team? My number seven team is one sec, sorry, the Houston Rockets. I do not buy Houston. I never have. Teams have got to figure this team out. They are not good. No. They have an injury-prone Dwight Howard. James Harden does the same thing every time. Why teams aren't double-teaming him, I do not understand. I, I do, I've never understood all last season why this team's good. I, I, it just it boggles my mind. Even the, the play they get out of guys like Corey Brewer... The Greyhound. Oh, I hate the Houston announcers <laughs> so much. I, I just, I don't buy it. And I'm hoping that finally this truth rears its ugly head on the Houston home court this year. We're not too far off for Houston, um, but I have the Memphis Grizzlies at number seven. Yeah. Yeah. So you think they've always been very good, never uh, crossed over the apex. I think always on I the think hump, now they're and now they're gonna, on the, the backside. The backside, yes. Okay. Now I I don't have them much. I have them at six. That's where I have Houston. Okay, so so we're pretty close on those two. <laughs> pretty close. Yes. And I, I get that vibe too. But if there's one team I'm hoping I'm wrong about, it's, it's the Grizzlies. Me- it's Memphis. Right. I, lo- I love that team. Yes. So I'm you- trying to remember back to the playoffs last year. It is a bitter haze where I almost swore off sports for the rest of my life after game three of Pelicans uh, Golden State. But I feel like Memphis got really unlucky in the playoffs last year, and they should have done better. I'm not Um, sure if that's accurate. Okay, so who do you have at number five? The New Orleans Pelicans. Who who else could it be? (laughs) That's who I have at number five as well, the Pelicans. Obviously, would have been much higher without the current injury status of the team. I put them at number five, not knowing they had all those injuries. Oh, okay. Yes. So I would have them even higher. Well, now you you could potentially be looking at them through rose-colored glasses. If anything, I'd be more inclined to say my team's going to be shit and hope for the best. Like that's always my attitude. I don't know why this year I feel really good about things. That could ultimately lead to disaster for me. But we'll see what happens. If by some miracle... You have to take the kingpin pin. <laughs> no. <laughs> up if, the if by some miracle, the Pelicans and the Lakers played in the playoffs and the Lakers defeated them, would we still be friends? Of course. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, but if they play in the conference finals, the loser has to take the kingpin pin uh, the up the gutter. <laughs> I would not want to do that. So we both have the Pelicans at number five. Uh, hmm. Yep. Number four, I, th- I think we're going to have the exact same thing. We probably will. No, our d- one and two will be different. 
Okay. Both have the Clippers? No, four? I have OKC at oh, number okay. four. Right. Just because, I mean, like I don't like to make predictions based on who I think is going to get injured, but one of those guys is going to get injured. All right. See, I... Not to and Serge Ibaka is going to get injured. I have Oklahoma City winning the West. I do not. This year. Yes. I think they have a team that is very good in the regular season. It's it, Obviously, they have two guys that seem to be able... Russell Westbrook seems to be able to the line or to the rim I just at think, will. I just think Durant's got one foot out the door already, too. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I could see that, but... It'll I mean, be everybody a, says that Durant is going to one of two places. Is it Washington or... The Lakers. Lakers, yeah. yes. That's where everybody says Durant's going to end up. I thought it was Westbrook that was going to the Lakers. He may end up there as well. I, I, those two will not coexist. Ultimately, those two will not probably stay not. together. You're probably right. But uh, uh, I, th- I think Durant's got one foot out the door, and that one foot out the door is going to be the foot that's injured. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, so, okay, so you, we switch those. Well, maybe not switch. I had, uh, So I had OKC at number four. Who'd you have it for? Clippers. Clippers, right. Which a lot of people are predicting big things for this year. Like their, like their jerseys, uh, this team's just not going to add up. Is like, it just because of Paul Pierce? Do people um, think that? Well, they got Lance Stevenson, too. Right. They got a lot deeper. So, but <laughs> Did you see what happened to Chris Paul? No. He got ejected. Oh, really? In a yeah. preseason game? Yeah. Um, what did he say? Um, oh, something like uh, he, to a, he said to a referee that um, I've got two kids at home, so don't talk to me like a child or whatever, and they threw him out. Good, he's right. Yeah, these refs are an embarrassment. Yeah. Anyway, that there's just that team is a powder keg. Right. That's why. That's why I think the Clippers will be number three. They are. They have talent. They have no cohesion. I, I root for them. I actually right. like the team, but I just you have the there's clearly an issue between Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is weird that they went through so much trouble. Yeah. So that that's something's there. And then the other thing I, I I'm assuming that's a sentiment that most people on the team have towards Chris Paul. Like they're right. getting sick of his nagging and complaining and yelling and criticism probably the same way a lot of lakers got sick of kobe at they the love worst him now time. though when you're winning you love that when mm. things go bad that becomes a problem yeah so i i just from ownership down that it just seems like a mess so so who do you have at number three then i have the clippers at three i have the spurs at three spurs. just assuming they'll rest guys and yeah so we're gonna there'll be, be a, there'll be a few injuries along the way and then I have Golden State at number two. Right. A slight, maybe they were so fortunate last year without injuries and things went so well. Steve Kerr won't be there for the beginning of the season. They lost Alvin Gentry, the offensive coach, and just they're still the same team that I'm sure they'll be very good. Yes. They've just come down to it. And hopefully this year they decide to call illegal screens on uh, Green and Bogut. Right. Maybe this year they'll decide that these guys set illegal screens constantly. We'll see. I don't know. Where's David Lee now? He's gone. Yeah, he left. Where did, where did he go? Boston. Yeah, he's, Celtics. He's a yes, Celtic. That's Correct. right. He went to the Celtics. Sorry. Oh. Uh, yeah, I have the Spurs at two, and I have the Warriors winning the... 
and I have Oklahoma City at one. Yeah, so we're so. pretty close on that in the, in the West too. I mean, not a ton of surprises. I, no, I don't think there's anything shocking in this. Well, I other think, than I the think ultra your pick of the Lakers making well, that, the playoffs is a shocker. That is one of my ultra bold predictions, and uh, another ultra bold prediction which I didn't make here. I didn't actually incorporate this into my picks, much like Milwaukee winning the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. My last ultra bold prediction: Houston doesn't make the playoffs. Oh. That's what I'm thinking. It, like, are you taking Hard, Harden's, injuries? Harden's in Kardashian land. Like, there's who's he with? I I don't know. I thought it was Chloe or I think it's Chloe. She's I don't. With, right. Okay. The one, I I believe it's Chloe that was with Lamar Odom. Yeah. But I don't know, and I ultimately don't care. And I I just think he once that happened, he had one of the most disastrous playoff performances I've ever seen in my life last year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like in that that one game, how many how many did he give like, away? I think he had ten turnovers. Yeah. He had a triple double with turnovers. Oh yeah. It was ugly. Yes. So I don't. I just don't. I he's obviously very good at basketball, mm-hmm. but he seems like a player people should be able to figure out. And um, can we also agree that uh, there's something wrong with Dwight Howard yeah. and that like he just can't seem to get along with anybody anywhere? Is he just a jerk? I, I don't think he's a jerk. He just doesn't. I just don't think he has the fire, the passion. No, you're probably right. I, I I think he's actually probably a really nice guy if who he, just sucks at free throws and ultimately I don't think is upset at the end of the day whether his team win or, wins or loses. Like when, when he was on the Lakers, if, if he had had uh, Gasol's drive and passion, he'd be the best player in the NBA. Close to it. Yeah. And that's the Clippers, the other thing too. Like Jordan's foul shooting – is a legitimate problem. Oh yeah, and I, I've, I think I've said this on the show before. I hope they never change the hack a shack rule, ever. Right. I, I, I think, like whether people find that entertaining or not. I mean, there's disadvantages to the th- team that does it. They're running out their bench. They're they're losing fouls. So it's a strategic thing. I mean, if if you're getting paid that much money. And I can shoot free throws better than you. That's a problem. Yes. The other, the, I guess, the other thing is that's something that I can do. I can't throw a pass better than uh, Payne Manning, but I can shoot free throws better than some NBA players. I don't know. I can't. All right. Now, I w- well, I'm sure if you had like two days to practice in a row, uh, you would be better too, probably, right? Like yes. that's you just get a little rhythm. They have every day to practice. Yes. The other, oh shit. Free throws, hack a shot. Oh, like if people should complain more about the timeouts at end of games and and replay. To me, yes. that kills the but, game more than free throws. At least a free throw, I'm watching something. I'm not watching commercials. I'm not watching teams in huddles do nothing. Like I'll take that over commercials and nothing any day of the week. What if uh, if the NBA in overtime took on the NHL's three on three thing? That'd be pretty good. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah, ulti- I mean, there's enough scoring that it's not a problem that they need to cut it down, but I'd love to see a three-on-three tournament or something in the NBA. Sure. That would be great. Yes. 
But okay, so, so yeah, three more days. The NBA season starts on the twenty seventh. Yeah, it? Th- yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Five, five more days, I think. Today's the twenty fourth. Second. Second? Really? Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm way off then. So five days. Yeah. What day do I think it is then? Saturday. It's not Saturday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Whoo! <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> So, well, that's the regular season, which in the West doesn't say that much. No. So my final four, I have uh, Thunder, okay, Pelicans, mm-hmm. Spurs, and Golden State. And then I have the Spurs over Oklahoma City in the Western Conference Finals. And I have the Spurs beating Cleveland in the NBA Finals. Tim Duncan retires. I also have posted. the Spurs winning the NBA championship this year. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see, like, the players they added, David West and LaMarcus Aldridge, can do nothing but compliment that team. I, I just, right? Right? <laughs> like, there's yeah. No, I don't see how they can be a detraction. So, yeah, they've, they've, they've got these, they picked up two excellent players to go along with the good players that they already have, including Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, who will probably be even better this year, and and yeah, and you're going to have unselfish team. You're going to have a rested Tony Parker and Tim Duncan for the playoffs. I mean, maybe even a rested Ginobili will be okay. Work some smaller rotation up front with Duncan at center. So then you have either Aldridge or West playing post, both of which are equally good. Uh, post passers as Duncan, if not better than Duncan, and they are knocked down eighteen to nine, like seventeen to nineteen foot jump shot shooters. Yes, which is like it's scary. And on top of all of that, and with their deep bench as it is, they've got Pop. They've got the best coach in NBA history. <laughs> it's crazy. And if there's two guys, well, I know David West wants to win bad. That's oh, yeah. why he played for no money yes to go there and the marcus aldridge is just fucking good yeah i i they're gonna win they're gonna win the nba championship i'm pissed it would have to be something incredibly drastic that would happen for them to not win i'm almost angry how good they are and how they got both of those guys for nothing and, and they're gonna saunter through the regular season and you know finish top three top four they just- have so many expendable pieces like you talk about injuries and other teams if durant gets injured any guy on their team could get injured or not play for two weeks and nothing would change. Yeah. It's it's messed up. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. They, I think Pop, you know what? Uh, another, I'm, I'm squeezing in a new ultra-bold prediction. Ultra-bold prediction. The Spurs finish with the best regular season record in NBA, oh. in, in NBA history. That is what, 73? If, if, and- if Pop takes the disposition, like, our team is so good, we should go down as being the best team ever. And that's what I want us to be known as. I want us to win and be the best team ever. We've won before. Let's go down as the greatest team to ever play this game, which I think is a goal they could achieve towards. How many How many losses is that then? That's, they'd have to be 70. I believe it's 73 and 9. 73 and 9. I'm not, I'm not 100% on that though. 72 and 10 is what the, the Bulls yeah. were. I think, I don't I think even, that's accurate. I don't even know if that's the best though. That's what I'm not sure about. I think it is. I think it is the best, yes. Greatest NBA season. Yeah, it is. It is the best. So, so 73 and 9. Nine losses. 
three all to the, to the Pelicans <laughs> and, and the Lakers. <laughs> but they're they are a scary, scary team. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. I, yeah. I'm excited about the NBA season. I'm excited about the NFL season. I'm excited about the NHL season. I'm enjoying the playoffs in baseball. It's good. It's a good time. The only thing that sucks is I have to get up at 9.30 in the morning to watch the Bills on Sunday. I want to sleep in. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I need my beauty rest. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Just go to bed early on Saturday. Never. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I try to, I have a Bills game the next day, I'm like, Okay, go to two thirty earliest. Can't do it. It's really sick. Have you gone to any games yet this year? Uh, Dolphins, you went to no Patriots. Oh, and Giants. You only went to the two. Yeah, you don't have the seasons. No, but they've been good. So they lost both though. Yeah, Giants game kind of sucked. Yeah, but it's always fun. It's always fun. Did you tailgate? Yes. Good. (laughs) A lot. Did you have some snacks? Yes, and a lot of beverages. Then that's that's what it's all about. Sorry, I got loaded on Saturday night myself. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was that the night you were tweeting? No, that was a different Saturday, wasn't it, that you were usually like, I'm drunk on Twitter. You were saying, I'm loaded, and you were talking about something. Was it UFC? Could have been. I don't know. Saturday nights is my time to uh, Im- imbibe. Yeah, because yeah. I don't usually go anywhere. Hung out with the dog on uh, Saturday. It's a good time. Cool. No, so yeah, so now, so Saturday was, must have been Friday night, because Saturday was at the hockey game. Must have been Friday. Balls around the world. Take a little trip. Tiny, I think it's a tinier trip this time. Yeah, I got a couple for you. How much do you know about German soccer players? Very little. Very little. Have you ever heard of Bastian Schweinsteiger? I have definitely heard of Bastian Schweinsteiger. You have? Yes. See, he's a, he's a German footy hero. Yeah, I am very familiar with that player. Okay. Do you know that uh, he is uh, suing a Chinese toy manufacturer? No. Well, he is because uh, this Chinese toy manufacturer launched a a toy, a doll, an action figure, one might call it, of a Second World War Nazi soldier <laughs> that bears an unbelievable <laughs> resemblance to Bastian Schweinsteiger. Now, this doll also is named Bastion. <laughs> Maybe it's after the lead of uh, NeverEnding Story 2. And uh, Schweinsteiger, he plays for uh, Manu. What? Or is it NeverEnding Story 1? Both. Oh, no. I think it's both. But he plays for uh, Manu. Yes. Right now. So that's, is that where you know of him from? And World Cup stuff. And World Cup it. stuff, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does look. Doesn't it look a lot I like was, him? I was picturing like a little army. No, doll. no. It's like a. It's like, it's like, like the old G.I. Joe. It looks exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Although it looks like he parts his hair in a different yes. direction. So um, the uh, the uh, the representative of the Chinese toy company named Patrick Chan, not the uh, Canadian figure skater, uh, said we have no figures based on a footballer. But uh, I'm going to when we when we post the show, I'm going to find the photos and uh, mm-hmm. add them into the comments. And it's pretty close. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean the hair is a little off, but it's almost Stephen Harper esque hair on the the, doll. the facial features are pretty close. Yeah, very funny and lifelike. This is a very lifelike World War II German Army supply duty bastion. Yeah, the, bas- <laughs> the fact that his name is the same also 
And he's holding two loaves of bread in the photo I'm looking at. Good. Now, what if he was holding a soccer ball? Well, it looks like he's... And yeah, never mind. Yeah, that's a good one. Didn't hear about that. Yeah. Have you ever heard of finger jousting? <laughs> Haven't we talked about finger jousting? No, we, we've talked about toe wrestling, but we've never talked about finger jousting. Okay. Uh, finger jousting. It's a sport similar to the thumb wars. Okay. Uh, two people, they lock up like they're arm wrestling and they extend their index finger in the arm wrestling. Okay. Right. We're no, not going to do it. No, let's well, finger I joust. I'm afraid someone's going to get hurt. And the objective of the game, which is to try to poke the opponent while keeping their index finger locked and just poke them in the chest. Wherever, like okay. move their shoulder and like poke them. I don't know if you poke in the eye, poke in the face. Um, people have said that this, uh, <laughs> uh, the sport uh, took a modern form back in the 1970s, but some believe that it was founded by the Israelites way back when. Finger jousting is hmm. such an old sport. You know, it sounds better than I. Than I, it actually is, I think. 2005, the World Finger Jousting Federation was formed. And uh, apparently it's very popular in uh, the Dallas and Houston area in Texas, which kind of surprised me. Now, are they mo- like are they standing or are you... Well, you, you, you use your right hand instead of your left. And uh, your hands have to be locked. And you're not using your legs or your left arm to help position so you yourself. Be- so you're sitting. Okay. Right. Three rounds, two-minute lengths. Time is paused when violations occur. Uh, player will give a 60-second rest before the next, uh, for the start of the next round. Okay, but there's nothing in between them. There's no table. They're standing. Yes. Have you looked at it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So uh, the competitors face each other. They execute a gesture of good outlook. This is, this is in the rules. And uh, it could be a handshake, a bow, a head nod, or, or even a hug. Um, and when the mediator gives the signal, uh, it starts. Now, during the game, jousters should try not to separate their hands. If it happens, the player gets a warning. During the second time of separation, the player will either get another warning or minus points, which would be devastating. You don't want to lose a finger joust that way. In a game of uh, finger jousting. Third offense, players disqualified. If both players separate, no penalty will be issued, and then they uh, start a new round. The four important elements. The four basic skills of finger jousting. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Quickness, strength, technique, and tradition. There's a finger jousting code of conduct, which includes respect, decorum, indisturbance, and manicure. Man, I, manicure is... That's a good one to have. Yeah. You don't want to have the sharp nails. Well, I'm sure there's rules against it. That would be an so. unfair advantage. It would. I mean, you don't want to... You know, have blood during a finger. Well, and, and just you could extend your fingers indefinitely by growing your fingernails. Oh yeah, like, those world record holders for fingernails where they're curling up. That wouldn't be good. You'd have quite the unfair advantage. <laughs> so I'm assuming no part of your fingernail can be extended past the flesh, the flesh tips of your fingers. If it isn't a rule, it should be. It should be. The only thing I was going to mention in Balls Around the World, and uh, just, uh, it's not that big of a story, but there was a, a a mountain biking race, like one of those extreme sports on the mountains, and a, a guy fell off off his bike and fell like 30 feet down the mountain. There's a great video of it because he's got one of those uh, GoPros on his head, 
but he falls, gets up, and actually finished the race. Hmm. Finished the uh, thing. I'm going to try to find that video and put on. There wasn't much of a story to it, but uh, the video is outstanding. And just hearing the guy talk about his, <laughs> his fall, and then he just he's all cut, and he just... Dust himself off. And Reminds me of the time I blew out, back on. I blew my knee out doing karaoke to the Scorpions' "Wind of Change" and continued the song from the ground until the end. Played through. How did you do that during Just "Winds of Change"? Weird stances. Oh, <laughs> and my knee gave out. And did you fall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went down. Did everybody in the bar laugh at you? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! How have I never heard this story before? <laughs> It happens. What made you do? Well, I mean, Scorpion. Well, I was a great do, song. I was doing it because I was going with uh, my my friend Diptimon, who is a, a contractor from India. Who okay. is that sounds made up. It's not. He, okay. He's a great guy, and he is the best whistler ever. So, <laughs> I he tackled the whistling, and then we shared the singing parts, and it when all you it all came out and you fell. Oh yeah, I fell. But I had hurt my knee before, so I knew it when it happened. So I just picked up the mic, finished the song. Were you the on the ground? Yeah. Then and everybody the in the bar, and you went. <laughs> it was a memorable night. Wow. That's probably the only time that's ever happened. It could be. <laughs> What did what happened? Did you get like an X-ray or? Yeah, I was just torn. I was off it for. A what week what exactly did you tear? Like a ligament? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It had happened before. I mean, if you'd said I that you, d- you were doing uh, like Panama and you were doing like David Lee Roth jumps, I get it. But winds of change. Yeah. Huh. Fair enough. Oh yeah, uh, just if you just land on it the wrong way, if it's ready to go and. Down I went. I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's all right. It's a good story. Sack time. Ready? I'm ready. All right. Here's an email from uh, Peter in England. Hey, Greg and Frank. Since your last episode. Greg and Frank. That's our our German name. Uh, Since your last episode, England's Wayne Rooney has become the top scorer in history. 50 goals. But he's not really loved the same way that... Gascoigne, Beckham, or even Gary Lineker is. BBC did an hour-long documentary to see him at home with his wife and kids to help soften his image. Uh, But Rooney is technically the best on paper, but he's the best in people's hearts. So what makes an extraordinary athlete the best? Is it just the record to be better than the last person that held it, or must there be an emotional connection? Gascoigne only scored 10 goals, but he was emotional, troubled, and the public were part of his story. He'll be remembered long after Rooney is forgotten. Regards to you both, fine broadcasters and experts in all things ball. Pete England. Well, this is a, might be a controversial answer. All right. We, first of all, it wouldn't be an episode of the Ball Junk Podcast without something controversial from Frankie Knuckles. But I feel it's all based on looks. <laughs> I really do. I'm not even joking. I feel like people just gravitate to the better looking players. And it's a a sad, a terribly sad reflection of society. So there was no way that Otis Nixon or Popeye Jones could have been the greatest players in their sports. Uh, It's not that it's just, I, I think when you look at who people remember more, it's 
partially due to marketing stuff and the better looking athletes getting. Well, how is Anthony Davis getting all this stuff with that brutal unibrow? They, they've embraced a marketing tactic, and I, I, I don't know. He's an anomaly. But okay. I, all right. I really feel that's what it is. It's like a, a society's shameful uh, love of good looks. I don't agree with it. I personally don't feel that way. I try to judge everyone based on their merits. Right. But... So you would look at Wayne Rooney's 50 goals and say he's the greatest goal scorer. That means he's the best. Uh, I, w- I, d- I don't know enough to say. I right. don't know enough about it to say, but okay. I feel like that is a factor here. And it, So would you say Wayne Gretzky is me. the best because he has the most points and goals and assists? I think so. But I, I certainly feel like a case could be made for Lemieux. Mario Lemieux. Yes. Not Claude. Correct. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> you never know. I just think that's a part of it. It's sad. It's uh, it's actually sad. I'm not even being sarcastic. It, okay. It saddens me. Uh, next one. Dear Nux and Gas. Guggenfrank. It was recently announced that ESPN will have a weekly recap segment on the week that was in WWE. It's been received with some criticism. What's your take? All the best. Dave from the Peg. I'm assuming that's Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yes. Every Tuesday on SportsCenter, they're going to have uh, someone from the WWE on satellite, and they're going to talk about what's uh, going on in the world of world wrestling entertainment. And a lot of people are um, um, are not agreeing with that decision by I, ESPN. I, I mean, I, I didn't, my back didn't go straight up when I heard this. Right. But I, I don't know if I agree with it either. I think... Uh, well, I, just, I'm not arguing that these guys aren't athletes. They're not sure. doing athletic things. You don't have to defend yourself to me. But you, you, you're, you're, the, your body language makes it look like you think I'm going to lose my shit and jump over at you. No, I just want to qualify. You in a figure but, four. but it is it is the results are predetermined. Absolutely. Is there anything else on SportsCenter where the results are predetermined other than certain NBA games? Figure skating? Sure. But that's like... Not known that they're predetermined. Like that, there's an Illuminati, right? That's aware of it, but right. not the rest of the world. Yeah, I mean, uh, like when I first heard that they were going to do it, I thought it might be interesting. Like you know, say to have John Cena on Sports Center to talk about sports. You know, to get a, like a little insight, cross promotion, cross promotion. You know, like uh, I know that. Um, you know, ESPN's ratings on a lot of things haven't been all that great just because of streaming services and being able to see stuff online and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I get that the idea is to, uh, again, try to get some viewers. And I'm sure it's very beneficial for the WWE to be have some sort of, you know, showcase on ESPN. Maybe it just has a lot to do with uh, sponsors and advertising. And stuff, try to get a yeah. little. Money. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed, like Sportsnet and other sports networks have, you know, half an hour dedicated shows to wrestling. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's that big a deal. Well, I mean, Sportsnet airs all of exactly. wrestling so, in Canada. I mean, I don't see that being a problem, but including it in Sports Center, I don't know why. It just it is a little different to me. I mean, if it was like, you know, the main event on WrestleMania and they talked about. I think that's fine. Yeah. I, I but uh, yeah, so I I did see a couple of clips and uh, they're sort of half and half in character. Like uh, the first week, they had Seth Rollins, who's the current World Wrestling Federation World Wrestling Entertainment Heavyweight Champion, 
and uh, he uh, he's got a match at Hell in the Cell this Sunday against Kane. And he was talking about, uh, you know, I don't want to be pulled down into the depths of hell by Kane. Uh, but then he also says said that, you know, um, he compared himself to Tom Brady. So he kind of has that weird balance. And I think uh, if they stayed away from being in character, I think it might be more interesting. Hmm. I guess the argument you could make for it as well is that its origins are from a real sport yes wrestling which the real sport isn't really represented anymore on sports center it's not that popular no and i mean see. yeah they're all tremendous athletes not all most i'd say all of them are tremendous athletes i mean you know you got to be able to you know go for seven eight ten fifteen minutes you know so you got to be in shape in his day was kamala a tremendous athlete sure he was okay you gotta be. I mean, like he was. I mean, he was able to do standing kicks to the chin of his opponents. What about tugboat? Was tugboat a tremendous athlete? Fred Ottman was an unbelievable athlete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. No, they're not all tremendous athletes. Especially in the eighties, they were not all tremendous athletes. But but they're fun though. Kamala being able to kick someone in the face while standing is pretty impressive. They do have athletic ability. No matter their size. That's right. Some are more athletic than others. Sure. Obviously. Yes. And you know, lots of them have athletic backgrounds. A lot of former professional football players and you know NCAA Division One wrestlers and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. um I think it's odd, but I get why they're doing it. It's all about money and ratings and getting sad, pathetic world we live in. Yeah, yeah, it is it is what it is. Um, I kind of, I, I mean, the reason I wish it was more of just being able to like hear about, you know, like say, I don't, I don't know, like gold dust, you know, to have him on and have him talk about, you know, the Texas Rangers or the Cowboys or something. I think that'd be interesting. Right. Um, on the WWE network right now, they have a, a show that's on every week. It's called table for three and it's, uh, three wrestlers, um, or wrestling personalities and uh, they're out to dinner and it's just their conversation and it's not about what's going on in the shows it's just three friends you know whether they were like whether on tv right now if they're faces or heels like they're not they're just mm-hmm. they're out there and and just the the conversations that have been coming out of it have been really really interesting and um like the uh the first one they did it was uh Mean Gene Okerlund and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper before he passed away. And that was a really cool conversation. And, you know, and they've had, uh, they've had some of the women wrestlers uh, um, on and, you know, they had um, some of the people from the, well, yeah, the two of the women wrestlers were from the Attitude Era and one was from the 80s. And, uh, you know, they've, it's just been they've had three they have had three guys right now who were big on the independent scene who now are big uh in, in wrestling and it's 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 a really good show. It's I think it's my favorite thing on the network outside mm. of uh the show NXT that they have. And uh I think if they would spend a little more money doing shows like that, I think the network would be more popular. Have you been have you been able do you watch anything, no? No. Just don't have the time or interest. Yeah. 
pretty low on the list. Good stuff. If uh, if they had a show where uh, they did this dinner thing and they had gold dust and they had yeah, if you're trying to appeal to me, yeah. get Jake the Snake in there. Gold dust, Jake Roberts, and who would be the third? Because uh, I know you love gold dust. <laughs> gold dust, Jake the Jake the Snake was my favorite, right? By far, it would have been Macho Man, right? Rest in peace. Uh, who would be the most interesting? I don't know. Tugboat? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I feel like there's someone else we're missing here. Triple oh, Jim. Brother Love. <laughs> Put Brother Love in there. All right. So if that ever happens, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. Sure. Thanks for the question, Dave from the Peg. Who is the wrestler or the manager who had a... Was there a Humperdink? Something hum- Sir Oliver Humperdink. Sir Oliver. He uh, he managed Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> right. He had a staff with a yeah. a crystal at the top. Mm-hmm. Man, I haven't thought about that guy in a long time. Sir Oliver Humperdink. <laughs> oh yeah. All <laughs> uh, right, we got. Oh Jesus, this is our second uh, uh, sack time question. That's about German soccer. Hmm. Uh, hello, Mister Ball and Mister Junk. I listened to your podcast with the greatest joy, but I missed something very important. German soccer. Well, now you're going to have your fucking fill of German soccer in this episode. Do you know anything about it? No. No. Uh, And Bayern Munich doesn't count since, well, they are not German. They're Bavarian. I did not know that. Neither did I. I do love Bavarian cream. I'm just looking at pictures of Oliver Humperdinck. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Jeez, this guy wrote us a letter. You're not even listening to it? Sorry. Bad timing. I rekindled a a memory of Humperdinck. I'm listening. Don't worry. I'm listening. All right. Here's the question. I live in a town between two major German soccer teams. I don't know which team to support. Team one is Bayer 04 Leverkusen, a team which is sponsored by the Bayer Company team, which slogan is always be number two. (laughs) I think you have your answer. And they own the trademark term. Viscusen. I don't know what that means. But otherwise, it's a boring team. And they have yellow kits, too, I think. Which is... Team 2 is 1FC Koln, which is known as an elevator team. They regularly play in regulation between 1 Bundesliga and 2 Bundesliga. Their fans are known to be more of the primitive kind, hooligans of the worst kind. And they've got a sweet goat in their logo. Did you look this up? So which team should I support? Or should I support something worthwhile and forget the local teams? Like a Canadian soccer team. Don't do that. Which team should he support? Uh, I'm going Leverkusen. Yeah? More than uh, 1FC Köln? Yeah. Why is that? Just, I use Bayer when I have headaches. It's very useful. What about uh, their kits? What do you think about their kits? I'm a, uh, they used to be yellow. I don't know if they still are. But do you like the yellow? Yes. I think it's a... A unique look. Let me see what their current setup is. I haven't looked at them in a while. Yeah, yellow and red. Let's see. Oh, no, they're not. They're mostly red now. Hmm. I still like them. Still going with Leverkusen? Yeah. All right. Oh, am I thinking of someone else? I'm thinking of someone else. I'm a dummy. I'm wrong. I was wrong about the yellow. You were wrong. I'm thinking of a different German team. So is it red or no? It's red. Red red and black. But you're still agreeing with the Leverkusen? Sure. I like the pill. It's a great pill. Well, he ends his email with hope you can help me, and 
I think we did. I think I confused you. I'm sorry. He signs it Mr. Stinker. I don't think that's his real last name. Well, we're coming to that's the it, end of the yeah. next episode. You're really upset about this mistake you've I just made. I feel really stupid. I probably make a lot of mistakes, but I don't know. You probably make, I think we both make, I, feel like I would I, say, a hundred mistakes. I know, each but show. No, like, I'm so down. I need something to like pick me back up. I don't know what I could be. Oliver Humperdink? Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more uh, the gas pedal. Right, which I have in my hand, oh, and right, it's right, ready right, to okay. go. And I was like, let me make sure that the, the football game is not over yet. And I haven't lost. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Seattle's up 17 nothing on their way to a, All right. a second half season comeback, which they win everything. Well, I hope you're proud of yourself. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Ready for the gas pedal. Give it to me. Three, two, a one. For the first time in its 98-year history of the NHL, Canadians... Do not make up the majority of the league's players. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think I like it. Yeah? And what's yeah. what's the percentage now of Canadians in the NHL? 48? 49.7. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys star Des Bryant got a pet monkey. What did he name it? Tony. Dallas. Oh. What's a better name? Tony. Nice. <laughs> Jerry West think Mike, Jerry West thinks Michael Jordan's silhouette would be a wonderful NBA logo. Good choice? No. Should it stay Jerry West? Yes. Well, who would be a better choice than Michael Jordan? Mm, Jerry, only Jerry West. Only Jerry I, I don't even want to indulge this idea. Okay. The Mets are the first team in baseball history to sweep okay, the first, team. First of all, okay. I didn't want to go. This is gas power. We're supposed to go quick, but... First of all, Jordan's logo oh, is symmetrical, right? It goes down the middle. So how are you going to split that up to divide it into two colors, which is the standard for all leagues to, to use, essentially, an agreed-upon standard? So what's the third color, and how are you going to decide where to split it? It's fucking ludicrous. Who said that? Jerry Jer West. Jerry West? Yes. He's a dummy. Just keep your mouth shut and stay on the logo. Well, you just ruined the whole idea of the gas pedal. Sorry. It's no longer fast. Keep going. You break. I always ruin it. <laughs> you do. The Mets are the first team in baseball history to sweep a team in the playoffs that it was swept by in the regular season. Did you predict the Mets win? No. The LA Dodgers have fired Donnie Baseball after three straight division championships. Is that a fair firing? No. And five ex-Louisville basketball players and recruits told ESPN's Outside the Lines of parties at a dorm from 2010 to 2014 that included escorts paid for by the team's graduate assistant coach. Greatest assistant coach ever? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. This, this, this whole story has shadiness all over it. That's our show. <laughs> don't forget to uh, download and subscribe to our show on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. You could also uh, leave a comment or a rating. Would be wonderful. Not a bad rating, just good ratings, because really that's all we want to hear about. Uh, and you can also uh, listen to it right on the Film Junk Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at the Gas Man Lives. You can follow Frank on Twitter at Dirty Frank Three R's and Dirty. You can follow the show on Twitter at Ball Junk Podcast. Send us any comments, questions, concerns that you have. Ball Junk Podcast at Gmail dot com. Thanks for listening to the show. 
We'll see you on episode 19. It's going to be a real humdinger. Pulse!